Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So Nicole's in a relationship with Clay, right? But then Jordan, this model, shows up, and now she's seeing him. But then Christian, this dude from Mexico, shows up, and Nicole has no idea what to do. And that's just one of ten girls on Bachelor in Paradise this season. Guys, we have so much to talk about today here on The After Show. And we have a very special guest here in studio, a beloved alumni, and she is here today. So we're talking about it all today here on The Bachelor in Paradise After Show. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bachelor in Paradise After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. We are covering parts A and B of episode two <laughs> of this season. We're about to get into four hours of, so of madness on Salyolita. We're going to do our best to cover all of it. And of course, I'm not alone, guys. My name is Jeff Graham. I'm joined, I'm going to start with Renee. Renee Ariel is back. Oh, hello, guys. But who cares about me? Cooking because Christina CS is back and back. Oh, my goodness. Hey guys! Hello. Hey everyone! Um, I'm so excited to be back. We're I so miss you back. all. Um, I can't believe we're recapping four hours of TV right now. The chat is so excited. We have Z and saying OMG, OMG, OMG. Loretta P, who's a longtime fan, is saying Christina. Um, Queen Zeus is back. Ooh. Oh my gosh, guys! I missed you. I'm sorry I've been gone. At- during all Panda season, um, and also Bachelor in Paradise, life just got kind of crazy. But there's a lot of good things going on on For my sure. end, and, and you yeah. definitely promoted it. The end. Christina's been yeah, booking, I'm excited working to be a lot. back. Also, um, we're going to make you spill some of the tea that you can share to us because Christina was at Ashley and uh, Jared's wedding. Yeah, that's kind of crazy, huh? Yeah. So Are you looking at stunning? If you guys yes. haven't seen her hot red dress, go to her Instagram right now. <laughs> Thank um, you. Yeah, we uh, have plenty of news and gossip, a lot happening happening in Bachelor Nation right now. And of course, we also are going to quickly do one tweeting for the right reasons tonight. So tons coming up in the show, guys, but we have to start with these two episodes. In fact, before we get into these episodes, because you guys both weren't here last week, I want to hear your take quickly on the Blake Kalen of it all, because I, I just would really love to hear what you guys think. Okay, it's no secret if you guys have been watching our show for a while. I'm not the biggest fan of Kalen, and when this whole Blake thing went down, I didn't know too many details about it, and then after seeing the text thread, Kalen's kind of playing victim in this situation where I don't like that clearly in all of her ITM she's saying, like, um, he made a, he called our hookup a mistake and he made us keep it a secret when the texts were clearly showing that she also wanted to keep it a secret. Yeah. And initiated the sex, which again, not an issue. An issue because Blake wasn't the one like chasing after her in this right. situation. And when you're making him out to be, here's the thing. I think Blake is a sleaze. Like, I want to make that clear. I think he's a sleaze. I think he's a playboy. But he didn't do anything really wrong. He's a single dude. He can kind of hook up with who he wants. Yeah. If he was leading them all on, that would be one thing. But if it was like he hooked up with Christina and then Caitlin back to back, gross. But also, like, he's not cheating on them. What do you think, uh, Christina? I do think that Kaylin did herself a disservice by going into Bachelor in Paradise and just going for Blake yes. and really calling him out in a way that she shouldn't have. Um, 
when I read those messages, my first reaction was like, oh, shoot. Like, Kaylin is going down. This looks so, so awful for her. I do feel like Blake was, like, vindicated a little bit. But I just think that... I wish he didn't do it. I don't think he had to, and I think that mm. it was the wrong move, and I think he just wanted America to like him so badly, but they, those were select texts to make him look good and make her look bad, and it was so private, and I think he could have just gone about it differently, and I think the reason that it bothered me so much is that it felt so calculated. It wasn't in the heat of the moment that he decided to release these messages, because if you go through his comments, people were saying, man, I, I told you you shouldn't have done this, but you decided to do it anyways, so he obviously spoke to so many people about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just felt, like, dirty. See, I don't I think don't... either of them were right, though, because oh, yeah. clearly... I mean, she's, like, manipulating the situation just as much as he is. See, I think there was nothing else he could do to clear his name, considering this show, the narrative is clearly uh, Blake is a huge Mm D-bag. Like, between Christina's awkward conversation with him on their date, which, by the way, I will say in this situation, as much as I'm sure we've been in in a, you know, dating situation where, like, we, we let our emotions take over, whether or not we're in the right or wrong, it's about how we feel, which is what I think Christina was going through. Because in actuality, I don't think Blake really did anything wrong to Christina if they weren't together, they weren't planning on being in a relationship, and it was a hookup. He did tell her. I don't know. And then with the Kaylin thing, I think considering all of the... Uh, imagine seeing, like, ITM after ITM, like, all these interviews were literally... They're just saying all this stuff you had no idea they were saying, and you're like, hang on a second, and America's hating on you because they think you're this one person and it's a black-and-white situation, and you're like... No, 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 because they're not going to come to your defense, so the only thing you can show is receipts. Otherwise, all people would be asking if he didn't show receipts is, where are your receipts? Yeah, I guess I just, I feel like we could have waited to see how the rest of the season pans out, and I don't know how it will. I don't know if he'll find love, but I do think that if he does end up in a relationship a relationship with someone else, the story for him will change, and now he'll be in love with someone, and people won't necessarily look at him as such a bad guy, and he didn't have to, like, go and drag Kaylin along the way. But, I mean, she is definitely in the wrong, too. What it's do you a toughie. Think? I, I kind of agree with both of you. I mean, yeah. like, I I think it's it's a really big decision to share private texts. I, yeah, that's I personally can't imagine doing that, but then at the same time, if, like, 40 million people had believed lies about me... Yeah, that's terrible. I get why time, I would do it. I get it, too. If yeah. Kaylin leaked the text... Would we be upset with her the same way? Why would she leak them? If she, le- no, I'm saying like if the roles were reversed and she was leaking the text to make Blake look bad, mm-hmm. would we not be like, like yeah, you go, Kaylin, prove go, that point? Go, yeah, girl. I think it's because we're looking at like, oh, well, I, I think because of, well, one, what she said in rebuttal in that long post on her Instagram, what Dean has said speaking out, and some of the other people. I think we we can see her point of yes that they were private texts, but also like you're going on a reality show where you're leaking a bunch of private information that Blake didn't want out. Want and she's the one who brought up everything in paradise. So she brought it up onto herself. You're right, and he's just trying to clear his name. And it's tough. I wonder if there's a way he could have not shared so much. I just feel like it was the select messages. Yeah. Like, I feel like to share the drunk texts was that, a little... That's that's the one that bothers me yeah. out of anything, because I feel like he was, like, just slut-shaming her there. See, I think it's people's responses that were... I Okay, here's the thing, and I want to make this real clear. If she wanted to hook up with Blake at 5 in the morning, absolutely go for it. But don't then later act, like, on this show that Blake was just going yeah. after every single girl to hook up with right. them after he yeah. led you on. That's the problem, and that's why it kind of did need to be shown, because to be honest... 
I didn't read that text and go, wow, Kaylin's a slut. Because go do, honestly, go do you hook up with whoever you want, whether you're a guy, whether you're a girl, go for it. It's just a matter of like, don't paint this narrative of this person that's clearly not there that you're making up to look better. Because she, this whole time was like, he's hiding me, he's hiding me on the show in every interview, talking bad about him. And like, clearly that wasn't the case. And I think he had to show that. Well, the other thing that's interesting is what she was talking about were phone calls. And we can't see those receipts. Right. So, like, I don't know. I mean, Blake is returning with the narrative and saying this is how it is, but that's probably not how it is. That's, it's six text messages. Six But she's not, she didn't deny, what she did deny is, um, or what she said in her in her messages, that, that basically the show had taken things out of context and she was only mad that he leaked the text. She did not deny yeah. that that's how the conversation went down. She did not say that the context of the text she did a little bit. In her post on Instagram. You mean her on Instagram. No, no. She said that the, the show was taken out of context. Oh, when she said there's two sides Not, to every story. And she's saying that with Blake, what she's referring to and what she meant in the show is that they had a relationship before that hookup. She's not referring to the text of the hookup or the anything Blake showed, that's not what she's referring to. She's talking about the relationship prior to that, right. that was months before that, which yeah. was not shown, and that is a fair point. Right. But... You keep bringing up this hookup and that he called you a mistake for it. That's the problem I have. I will say, though, um, on, on tonight's episode, I feel like Caitlin showed a little bit more of her personality that does not do her any favors. I agree. And we're going to get into it today, guys. Any last thoughts on the... I just want to make sure we cover the episode, too. But yeah. I'm sure we'll be talking more about this throughout the season, guys. And let us know your comments below. We're really curious to hear what you guys think. Um, in terms of how I'm going to cover today's episode, I think I'm just going to go like significant female by significant female and talk about all the guys that are chasing after them. I think we have to start with Nicole because she has slowly become the star of Paradise. Are we looking for something? <laughs> Turn off my mic. That's it. <laughs> there, nice. That's the beauty of live production, guys. You get to see behind the curtain. Um, let's start with Nicole. So she and Clay seem to have something solid. Let's start with Clay and Nicole. How do we feel about them? And how do we feel about them post-Christian's arrival? And also, how funny is it to watch Nicole love being the center of attention in this love triangle? Okay, she loves it. And I just want to say this real quick. It is such a double standard, the way people treat Nicole in this in a love triangle and the way people treat Hannah in a love triangle. But we can get point. into that later on. Um, Nicole is loving it. And I'm like, good for you. Yeah. I really like Clay. He seems like such a nice teddy bear. But his voice just does not matches who he what he looks like and I need him to be more aggressive and when Nicole was telling him to like man up and be more aggressive I I was so embarrassed for him in that moment (laughs) but also like good for her for empowering him I don't know what are your thoughts I think she's a horrible influence on him when she's like, yeah, come on, stand up for me. Because Christian's a little bit much. Can we just... I think Christian has some problematic tendencies. I don't want to... We don't don't know him that well, but he seems to sort of exude an energy. Like, if I wouldn't want my sister dating a guy like Christian. That's the energy he has. Yeah. Like, I could see why she would be into him. Totally. But, like, it is, as much as I (laughs) am not really attracted to Clay, maybe it is... Maybe it's his voice to... I don't know. Nicole, Not I, just, that I must say, I find you to be a very attractive... <laughs> sorry, just, sorry, Clay. Really if you want to come on the show, we'd love to have you. You're great. <laughs> but I will say I'm much more attracted to how like a Clay would handle a situation versus a Christian. Absolutely. Because I think Christian in like person with just you one-on-one, so hot. You know, great chemistry. However, how he acts with literally anyone else, huge turnoff. But I will say, I've never been so entertained. Like... 
Who, who was Bachelorette this season? Was it Hannah or was it Nicole? Because she is so funny. Be yeah. like, no, yeah, I walked right by him and went on my date with Jordan. I knew what I was doing. She's oh, hilarious. It's, it's, she, she's trying to act like she doesn't she like it, it. But she's like, oh my gosh, guys, stop fighting. This, yeah. No. <laughs> no. It's yeah. hilarious. Why, what do you think it is about Nicole that everyone is so attracted to her? It's interesting because she was, I no offense, Nicole, but she was a bit of a dud on Colton's season. Yeah. She, well, her and Anyeka. Oh my God. Thank God that drama didn't She's continue. She's so paradise. emotional. So emotional. It's interesting. It's a new Nicole. Um, I think what's interesting about Christian and her is I think she thought she liked what she had with Clay, but then Christian came in and they share so much culturally. The Latin connection yeah. is for real. And they started speaking Spanish. All of a sudden, I was like, I am watching a Spanish soap opera. <laughs> like it was like a whole <laughs> different show. The producers are like, no, please, please don't don't have full on conversations. Like just some. They don't even try with any subtitles at all. No, they gave up at first. They were with like in the beginning on the beach, and then after that, they're like. Fine. Flirting. Go for it. Parentheses flirting. <laughs> um, I I think Clay, it's interesting because Nicole knows that Clay represents someone who'd probably be a good partner for life, but Christian's like a fun partner for one night. And it's like when you're on the yeah. beach in Mexico. You want that. Yeah. Even and, like, um, I think Christian's your whole summer fling. Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, he's the perfect setup for Paradise, but if she wants someone after Paradise, you got to go with a Clay. Well... The one thing that frustrated me about this was the way Clay and Christian are handling Nicole is very much like she's an object. And the way they're like, no, dude, I take her. No, you take her. Like, I was ready for one of them to be like, you can have it after I'm done. The only reason it didn't bother me was because Nicole was all about it. Yeah, she loved it. (laughs) She loved it. She definitely loved it. But I will say, I don't think Clay was like that. I think Clay was like, you know what? Nicole told me to be more assertive. And I'm going to go up there and say something. And then when he realized it was making her uncomfortable, he's like, okay, well, you can stay here. Like He didn't force it. Whereas... Christian, I don't. I think regardless of the situation, would continue to do that. Like I don't know. He he gives me more of that vibe than Clay does. I think Clay's is very respectful and like doesn't um, objectify her. Yeah. Chelsea, Which, oh, sorry. Go on. Oh no no no. You go. Chelsea in the chat room said the Latin connection was like the faith connection with Hannah and Luke. Ooh, that's I a good think point. Is a good point. Definitely. I didn't want to bring up Lucas PTSD for me. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Luke, Luke PTSD. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Christian was. I I like the way he approached Nicole because I think he just brought out the confidence her in her even more. Yeah, I think the type of guy Christian is maybe besides what we could say are some toxically masculine tendencies um, seems to be really attractive to her. And I will say to all the women there, he seems to have some kind of charm because when Tasha and Sydney and uh, who am I? Oh, and Nicole were all sitting there and Christian walked up, all the women were like, yeah, go go with him. Like It was like he cast a spell on them. <laughs> it was interesting to see Nicole stand up for herself and stand up for Clay too when Christian wanted to continue their date. Yeah, And she's like, no, I'm good with Clay. So I was happy for her in that moment and mm-hmm. for Clay too. Well, things aren't looking good for Christian based on the last two minutes we saw. Let's I, talk about it. Jordan and Christian. Oh, I did not realize that was the fight that we were going to see this season. I know. Huge shock. Yeah, ABC did a good job of hiding that from us. Yeah, I like think, who was involved. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we, we didn't even know who Christian was. Or that he would be there or involved in a fight. I just love that Jordan walks over. He's like, dude, Clay's my friend, man. I just got to take this pinata, dude. Jordan's just such a goof. And also, shouldn't he be fighting for Nicole, too? Jordan, I, I think, like, he knows he doesn't have a chance. Yeah, I guess that's true. So he's true. like, if someone's going to have the girl I like, it's got to be my buddy Clay. So he's he's fighting Clay's fight now, but... Um, <laughs> oh, I, I keep trying to, to make left. eye contact with you, 
I'm and so, you just ignored. I'm like, I don't usually look at you with like crazy eyes. We're <laughs> getting producers' notes, and I'm not respecting our producer Ryan. Um, <laughs> insanity, insanity with anything else with Nicole, Clay, Jordan, and Christian. No, we just gotta see what happens next week. Yeah. I'm very curious to see. Like, are they both gonna get sent home? Yeah, I think I, I think that she'll end up with Clay by default. <laughs> <laughs> And she'll be like, this is great. I think I think Jordan's going to stay and Christian's going to get sent home. Like, there's just something where Jordan feels like your annoying little brother and, like, Christian feels like your dangerous older cousin that you're not supposed to hang out with. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. yeah. Even the way Jordan's like, dude, be careful, bro. And Christian's like, come over here, bitch. Yeah, but I'm he just was, like, he definitely, he definitely started it with him. Yeah. Jordan's like, I'm going to take your pinata. And Christian's like, I'm going to take you. Yeah, different. <laughs> Meanwhile, just Clay. Just being Clay. Chilling. Uh, Clay being Clay. Always, always be like, Clay. Always be Clay. ABC, always be Clay. That's so funny. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I just It's cracking me up to see Nicole pretend like she's stressed out about this love square, but loving every second about it. It's, it's hilarious. So her. Oh, while we're on the topic of Jordan, though, can we just quickly talk about uh, Jordan and Demi together? Their dynamic is actually pretty funny. Them roasting everyone on the beach yeah, was that pretty was, that entertaining. Worked. It worked better than I thought it would. I liked um, it. Okay, any last thoughts on Nicole before we move on to Kaylin? Okay, we're going to talk about Kaylin now because she's also in a love square. She's got Cam, Poet Laureate. She's got Mike, <laughs> Besame, Besame, Mike, and Dean, who she's seeming to have a strong connection with. Let's start with Kaylin and Cam. I think Cam's out of the game, man. I mean, was Cam ever in the game? <laughs> Cam was no. never in the game. She wanted a rose. And the girl it. played the game to get the rose, and then she was done with it, and then Cam wrote her this, like, pretty much his vows on a napkin, like, yeah. we're gonna, I'm gonna protect you forever. She's like, oh my god, we didn't even go on a date. Kaylin's face. She hated this. Hated oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, what do we think about Kaylin and Mike's date, and Mike's arrival in general? This was the mariachi. They're like at a hotel in mariachi. I don't think their date was memorable. Yeah. <laughs> like to be no. honest with you, agreed. I think she turned it on for him. But, yeah, like, the way she same. turned it on for Cam. But for Mike sure. is a hotter commodity, so I think she felt more proud to be out with Mike yeah. versus a Cam who, like, no offense, Cam, but like he didn't have your moment on Hannah B's season. And this this season of Paradise, you're coming off a little bit. Desperate. Yeah. Whereas Mike's like this hot commodity who might be the bachelor, so I think she felt really good about going out with him. For sure. I think Kaylin honestly was just trying to buy her time until Dean came in. Yeah. Hundred percent. They obviously knew each other from before. Definitely. And it's, have communicated before. They probably dated before. I want to talk about Dean and Kaylin in a minute, but I'm glad you brought up the fact that um, Mike and Kaylin's date was kind of forgettable. Mm-hmm. We talked about this last week, but do you guys feel like in general on Paradise, the dates are kind of forgettable? It's funny because in the franchises, the yes. dates are so memorable. But on for some reason on Paradise, it's just they kind of come and go. Yeah, to be honest, I could do without the dates. I, I don't know the most boring they part of Paradise. They're 1,000% <laughs> the most boring part of Paradise. Like, yeah. cool, another outdoor restaurant without anyone else. And, oh, there's a band somewhere. A zip line here and there. Right. A wave crashing <laughs> oh, every now and then. Another crab. empty pool. Yeah. yeah. We could swim in it. So fun. I don't know. It's it's partly just that, like, we all want to get back to the cluster F of what's happening at Saudi Arabia. The drama, but, yeah. But I also think they could be a little more imaginative with these dates. Like, it just feels like, maybe it's because there are no group dates. I don't know. Like, what if they did two-on-ones? I only want two-on-ones in Paradise. That would be great. That's my dream. Imagine Christian and Clay. That would make way more sense. Two-on-one, Christian and Clay with Nicole. 
I don't know. Maybe for next season. Producers, listen to us and hire us. <laughs> yeah, please. Thank you. Okay, so Kaylin and Dean, um, this was interesting. And Christina, I agree with you that it seems like they have a connection that precedes Paradise. Mm-hmm. Um, do we like what we're seeing with the two of them? I mean, Renee, you're not a fan of either of them, so maybe they're perfect for each other? No, I like Dean. Oh, you do like Dean. I don't have a problem with Dean. I thought you said he was kind of annoying to you. Am no, I thinking someone else? You're definitely thinking of someone else. Okay, okay. I, I, I mean, <laughs> Dean last season was, listen, I interviewed Dean, great guy, no problem with Dean. However, last season of Paradise, he was very unlikable. We can all agree with that. This season, it just made me uncomfortable the whole time with the relationship because all I can think about is, like, back during Colton's season when they were saying, like, you were talking about DMing Dean? And she's like, what? <laughs> Clearly, that's what I forgot about that. That's all I could think about is that she's been fangirling, like, since his season of yeah. The Bachelorette. And now, like, it's coming to fruition. Like, she's there in front of him. Yes. This was... A hot mess. And also, like, clearly, I don't know if they met in person before that or if they were just DMing for a while, flirting, but, like, whoever produced their meeting sucked. Because I couldn't keep up with half the stuff that, you know how, like, Dean, like, snuck up on her when she was, oh, like, yeah. she was crying. Where the hell was his producer, like, yeah. setting up that meeting? And then there wasn't enough context for, like, why they acted as though they knew each other. There should have been an interview, an in-the-moment interview explaining why the hell they acted as though they've known each other for the whole time they've been on the beach. I love how your producer hat comes on. I mean, he, they definitely interacted. The first thing they said was, so, like, nice to see you. Mm-hmm. It wasn't nice to meet you. So it's they true. definitely know each other. Um, it's funny about how she was trying to slide into Dean's DMs. My whole thing that really, really bothered me about this was how Kaylin called out Christina. Yes. When Dean came and she called her a stupid bitch. She said that effing stupid bitch that sitting over there. That is not cool. Has Kayla not learned her lesson? I just think this shows her true colors so what much. What was this about? This was about Christina slut... Sh- she called... Okay, first of all, I have an issue with this because she's claiming that Christina's been slut-shaming her all over the beach. Literally, wh- I'm sorry. Hold on a second. <laughs> what are you talking about? Because first of all, if that were true let's say, hypothetically, Christina were slut-shaming you all over the beach for your one-night stand with Blake. One-night stand with Blake. I'm sorry, didn't Christina also have a one-night stand with Blake right. the night before you, yet she's slut-shaming you, but also giving out all the information, including the fact that he slept with her? It doesn't make sense. This is her playing victim in the situation. This is what I don't like because it's manipulative behavior. And I hate this because she just, she wanted her moment to cry, and as soon as Dean came over, she's like, oh, I'm fine. Oh my right. god, embarrassing. What it feels to me a lot like is Kaylin is embarrassed. I think she really regrets hooking up with Blake, and she regrets the fact that she fell for him. Uh, because he is kind of a douche, right? Well, who knows? But he seems sleazy. He's and sleazy I think for sure. she's using any opportunity she can, like you said, Renee, to victimize herself. But it feels much more like regret than it does like... I don't know. I just think she's embarrassed about what happened. And so she's using any chance she gets to make herself... Someone in the chat said the problem with Christina and Kaylin stems deeper because Dean and Kaylin had been damned in the past and then Christina made a tweet about, I guess, Kaylin hitting up her ex. So Mm. there's probably been some back and forth between them there. And then on top of it, the whole Blake situation. So there's definitely probably some beef. And I wouldn't be surprised if the girls kind of like maybe talked before the show too. And we're like, okay, we're going to team up together to get Blake. And then... Things kind of went awry. I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like Kaylin has trouble getting along with other women. And I will say, to me, that can be sort of a red flag. Is mm-hmm. if you meet, like, when I was dating 
earlier and like in college and stuff when in every time i'd hear a girl be like yeah i just don't really get along with other girls i'm like that's always kind of a red flag you know and it seems like kaylin has a lot of beef with a lot of women and i don't know it just see i don't know i just think there are issues around i just think in a moment where she doesn't feel like at the top of her game as you were saying christina like her true colors came out whereas on the bachelor when she had that very phony um let's have a truce conversation with Hannah. I I was like, this is the fakest thing I've ever seen because she's turning it on. This is the first time. Mask is off. I think in that scene we were a little bit manipulated. I think she was talking to a producer when she was crying, being like, why is it? And that's even more reason to have it turned up. Like, the mask is off. You're just talking to your producer. You don't think this is going to be aired? Probably. It's not in the moment. So I just, it just really turned me off. And I just think it says a lot about her because you don't, we've seen all the ITMs with Christina. Given maybe we haven't, maybe there's footage of Christina calling Kaylin a stupid bee. I just don't think we've seen it. And as far as I'm concerned, Christina hasn't torn down or torn down any other women on the show, especially over the Blake thing. She's been, if anything, understanding. And like, also Kaylin, like. That's Christina's ex, and Dean asked to talk to her. So, like, there's history there. So, calm down. Right. I mean, I will say, when it comes to Dean and Kaylin, I think their date went great. And there definitely seems to be a good connection there. Yeah. So, I'm kind of excited to see that flourish, because that was not a relationship I was expecting whatsoever. Yeah, I definitely feel the chemistry, but when we were both watching, and Kaylin said, like, I feel like we're, what did she say, like, we're the same, and we both looked at each other, we're like, literally, how? We're like, what? What? Are you? You're definitely not the same at all. Oh, she's like, I love traveling, too. We're the same, and we're, we're We're like... We both looked at each other. Are you? We're like, are, yeah, we said at the same time, are they? Kaylin's yeah. like, I do pageants and you wash your underwear in a roofer. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. Exactly. The same. Different. Isn't it also wild that that's what Kaylin's interested in? Con- considering, like, even Colton versus Dean. Like, Don't even, you think Kaylin's interested in someone who's interested in her? Like, I think she's interested in who's popular in the Bachelor I agree. Community. I think, like, Deanie Babies is well Kaylin, you think? Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I don't believe that, especially as Dean kept saying more and more about his lifestyle and his ambitions, I feel like I could see the cogs turning in her head of like, ooh, this is not a compatible thing. Like, <laughs> especially when he was like, yeah, I just shower in rivers and wherever I could find water. And she's sitting there wide-eyed. I think, I think she loves the idea of having Dean as her boyfriend. I do too. She, she loves the it. idea of Dean. The idea. Yeah. She's like, I'm yes. going to date Dean because it's Dean, not because it's Dean who lives in a van and showers right. in the river. Like, is Imagine? she going to road trip to every, like... Cut the state park with him? I don't know. I can't National imagine. Park? Like, does that seem like something Can that Kaylin picture- would want to do? Yeah, going to Joshua Tree. Like, I'll- no. Also, Kaylin, if it were anyone but Dean and someone introduced you to a guy who lived in a van and showered in the river, you would not be going on a second date with him. Okay, but also, Dean is a cool, interesting guy. He has a great podcast going for him. There's, like, more than, like, him just living in a van. You know what I mean? But like, that's, that's a like, life... That's, like, a huge part of your life. <laughs> like, you know, he doesn't live in, like, Connecticut. Like, he lives in like, a van. Are you going to go sleep over your boyfriend's <laughs> van? Like, he's like, hey, hey, babe, let yeah. me come over real quick. Right. I just have to shower at the gym or at my friend's house before... Like, come on! Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. And it's his choice, too. Like, this is a decision totally. he made on his own to do. That's just... That, that says just a lot about to... him as a and about her I, I just think like long term like if they're gonna have kids like Dean doesn't seem like the kind of guy who'd want his daughter to do pageants like I just don't think there's much never yeah can you picture Dean at a pageant show no no unless it's animals in the wild um okay any last thoughts on Kaylin and Dean before we move on to another juicy love triangle 
No, but I did think they were cute. I'm excited They're to see cute. their relationship progress. Yeah, they had a lot of chemistry, surprisingly. Yeah. Okay, so now we got to talk about Hannah G. She's the other whirlwind at this. <laughs> the chat's cracking us up. What do you have, Christina? <laughs> Dean has a great podcast going for him, and Monique Johnson in the chat room said, great podcast, and that's a reach, which is just so shady and so funny. I meant to, I mean, I think it's a successful podcast. Okay, I don't listen to it, but whatever. One more comment that was like, I've yet to meet a woman who, woman who is ecstatic that a dude lives in a band and opens with that line, and then tells her he shouts in a river. You're right, John Smith. What? God bless you, Jeannie Babies. What date is she? But she was so into it. And I was like, Caitlin? That's so interesting. <laughs> Are you there? All right, well, let's get into Hannah G because there's a lot happening here, too. Right now, there's a lot of male drama with Hannah G and there's a lot of female drama with Hannah G, too. Let's actually start with the girl fights. Because that's interesting, and I'm trying to parse through what's happening here. I'll tell you exactly what's happening. Get in there, Christina. Get in there. Those girls are jealous, and there's yeah. nothing else to it. I'm sorry. No one no one treated Nicole like that. And I understand that Dylan is obviously so there for her, but Clay is so there for Nicole, and no one was saying, Nicole, like, why are you entertaining the idea of Christian? You know what I mean? That's a good point. And obviously, like, there's more drama going on with Blake, but everyone is just, I'm sorry, they're just jealous of Hannah G, and that's, that's that. I agree with you because there's no reason for them to be involved. I have other thoughts when it comes to Dylan, which I'll get to. But, like, with the girls, I mean, I think with Tasha, and listen, I love me some Tasha this season. Haven't loved her the most at times. But when she was um, going on about, like, Blake, well, he's using her and this and that, I think a big part of that is the jealousy and because she, after he, like, took her on that date, he basically ghosted her in real life. Like, he never talked yes, to her again. He, yeah. he literally was like, I changed my mind. Hannah, it's just you. And I think that that's why she's most mad. Even though she said in her interview, like, if he thinks he, like, whatever we were going to have, like, he's lost me. But then he never tried chasing her. And I don't know if you guys have ever wanted to ignore someone, but then they didn't message you so you even could. So you just get more mad at the fact that you couldn't even ignore them to begin with. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what happened with Tasha. She's like, are you... Yeah. But the thing is that Tasha <laughs> says that she wasn't even into Blake to begin with. Like, she wasn't there for him. Yes, she was. I'm just, just <laughs> listen, these words came out of her mouth. Yeah. Okay? Um, I just think that she was being a little bit of a mean girl, and I think so were the other girls, too. Yeah. I, yeah, Hannah's so, clearly, like, the one that all the guys, like, are super attracted to, or right. they're after. Like, I could understand why they would be a little envious, you know? Especially because up until the end of the episode, no one was really expressing interest toward Tasha. Right. Yeah, I, her point was, I went on a date with Blake, and um, you should have told me in advance that you had already seen Blake one time. I mean, he flew to Alabama. You know, a date is right. a date. I, it's also a big deal to fly to Alabama, I guess. But the really good point that one of you brought up, I can't remember who. It was but me. Was, Thank you. You're it welcome. Was, it was, <laughs> was me. <laughs> but the point you brought up that was great was, it would have also been a crappy move to be like, listen, before you go on this date, I just want to let you know that I also went on a date with him a week ago. Because then it's eliminating the chance for Tasha to possibly make a connection. Exactly. I feel like, I yeah. mean, Hannah is definitely like no perfect angel in this scenario whatsoever nope. but I do think that as we saw from like the first episode she was super into Blake I think she was very surprised she didn't get that first date but she didn't like try and like hold back Tasha from going on the date she wasn't like hey listen I'm here for Blake we already know each other like this is what's happening I think she tried to like give him the opportunity to like be as open as she wanted to be in this scenario as well too Hannah 
Okay, let me tell you. When it comes to girls, Hannah has done no wrong. She has not talked badly about one other woman on that beach. She hasn't said anything about anyone going on a date with Blake. She just talked about how she's sad. Like, when when he did go on a date with Tasha, she did mention how she's sad to, I think, Demi. So, like, I think, like, honestly, just, like, leave Hannah alone in that sense. When it comes to Dylan, I think it's another story because I do think she handled that whole situation on the beach with Blake kissing him so wrong. Yes. Yeah, that I it agree makes with that. me mad. But aside from that, like girls need to honestly get off her back because yeah. she's done nothing to them. She's minding her own business, staying in her lane as Hannah would put it, or Hannah B would put it. So just like let her do her thing. Right. Yeah, I I agree, I, I agree with that. I like I said, the girls are just jealous. For those of you guys, a lot of people are defending Tasha right now, and I'd be curious to hear some specifics as to why, because I understand she's entitled to her opinion and she's entitled to feel the way she needs to feel, but I'm confused as to what she was owed. What was Tasha owed? Nothing. That's the thing. Like, stop thinking you're owed anything. First of all, I get that you and Hannah G were dumped at the same time. Very, b- what a bonding experience. Awesome. But, like, also, y'all haven't seen each other for months. And what she did in Alabama with Blake for one night, like, it truly isn't your business, especially. To be honest, if they didn't think that they were going to share it on television, if they didn't want to share it on TV, guess whose business that is? Blake and Hannah's. Not yours, Tasha. I'm here for you. I feel you. Blake was not did you wrong, but, like, leave Hannah out of it. Talk to right. Blake. And also, like, Tasha, you're not even interested in him. You said that, like, you don't really care. You weren't even there because you assumed all these other girls were going for Blake. So at this point, I just feel like you're, like, just fishing for drama. Are we talking directly to Tasha? Both of us are <laughs> Tasha, listen, girl. <laughs> this is what I'm thinking, girl. I like you. You're beautiful. You can do better than Blake anyways. Leave Absolutely. Hannah out of it, Leave you know? Of it. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, if, if, even if it's not... Even if it's not jealousy with Tasha, I, I just have trouble understanding why she's fighting this battle. I, I don't. Maybe it's for Dylan. It's, do you think there's a case to be made? That's not the point she no! brought up. The point yeah. she brought up was related to Blake. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I do understand they were both blindsided on Colton season. I'm sure, like, they've talked about it. They do have, like, this experience together. Um, but come on. It's not uh, like they've been dating for, like, the whole, like, two or three weeks that they've been there. And then they found this out. And, like, it was some se- Like, it was one date. And then he immediately started pursuing Hannah. So, like, what's the, what's the deal? I'm confused. This is an interesting point. AB is saying girls... Girls need to warn other girls that they respect. But I think Hannah likes Blake. Warn warn them about what? For all you knew that Blake flew to Alabama said, hey, let's see if anything can become of this on the show. Hannah didn't know. It Hannah doesn't mean Blake drama. said, hey, I played a bunch of girls and I'm actually a total player. Right. Um, I'm probably going to go to Paradise and just like go on a date with Tasha for funsies and then come back to you. Don't act like it was some yeah. like ulterior motive that like Hannah knew about and should have warned you about. Like, it was one conversation conversation they had, probably a flirtatious night, but at the same time, clearly, as we can tell in the season, they were both open to date whoever on the show, so what does it matter? Right. Renee in the chat roll said, Tasha literally said that the Blake thing made her close up. I guess we're ignoring all that to... I guess we're ignoring all of that to ignore Snowflake Hannah. Okay, I understand that, but she seemed to open up by the end of the episode, so I don't know how she serious lied. that was. She was just trying to make Hannah feel bad. I don't, I'm sorry, I don't buy it. I think Hannah's wrong in other situations, but yes. in this, I don't see her being wrong. Yeah. I think that was some mean girl jealousy stuff. I agree as well. Well, then let's move on to where Hannah's definitely playing an interesting game, which is she is in this love triangle with Dylan and with uh, with Blake, and Renee, you object to the fact that um, Blake and Hannah made out in front of Dylan. 
Yes, wait, hold on. Someone did say in the chat, if this was my friend, I'm sure this would be a different response. Absolutely, but... I think Tasha and Hannah are more acquaintances that had a similar like heartbreak with the whole uh, Colton thing where they bonded over it. They're not actually friends that hang out outside of the show. I think that's a bit different. Whereas if it was like a Hannah, well, let's see, Hannah B, Hannah G, and Demi were in that clique. If it were like Demi and Hannah G having this problem, like clearly friends, I totally would feel you. But I don't think this is a, a situation of like they were friends and they lied. I think it's just they know each other in the same community. Fair. As for the situation on the beach, mm-hmm. Hannah. Should not, I think, and, and you know what, like last season when it was Dean making out with D'Lo and Christina, or, or making out with D'Lo in front of Christina, that was just so disrespectful, and I feel like just because now the roles are reversed and it's a girl making out with a guy and the other guy's watching, like, I think it's super disrespectful to Dylan. Like, I don't care if you're about keeping your options open. When you're dating multiple people, or like casually dating, are you doing it in front of each other? No. So, like, have the common respect. It's a big beach. Go to the, one of the day beds or night beds or tree houses. I don't know. There's a lot of locations. You don't have to make out on the beach where clearly Dylan can see. And then when she went, when he went over to her, she didn't even like talk to him about it. She like acted like he was nothing. And I will say the one thing that really got to me after that is Dylan kind of let her like, let her get away with it. Like he didn't even bring up that part about how she handled that situation and just kind of like said nothing and then stayed with Blake. Like it was messed up when you've built that kind of relationship with someone and then they treat you like nothing when someone else is there. Like, that's a horrible feeling. I I do think, okay, there's two points I want to make. First of all, I think that Hannah, from like the first episode, when even Will's, I don't know, I think that was the first episode, mm-hmm. kissed her, she said to Dylan so many times, I really want to be open in this whole scenario, like, mm-hmm. this whole situation. She's like, I want to explore all relationships. I know I can find love here. Like, I'm taking this seriously, but I want to be open. So I don't necessarily think she owes Dylan anything because this is Bachelor in Paradise. You're supposed to explore other relationships. I think what she really messed up on is that she should have been honest with Dylan from the beginning about knowing Blake from beforehand. Mm-hmm. I think if she did that, then it would have been a different scenario because yeah. then Dylan could have had the opportunity to been like, okay, there's obviously, like, a history here. Like, what am I getting myself involved with? Like, it's not fair for him to go into it without honesty um, yeah. and without the full story. I do... Th- I don't think that, like, when Hannah was making out with Blake on the beach, like, she, I mean, she was, like, intentionally trying to hurt Dylan. Like, yeah, she could have been, like, more cautious or, like, had, like, been more respectful of his feelings. I agree. That's my but problem. But it's not, like, really, like... She's, she says she wants to explore other relationships. You but know what I mean? She, and, and he's letting her. But she also told him, and this would be the kind of reassurance that would make me think that we're progressing in our relationship, but she told him that she's not going to go on a date with Jordan because she wants to sit there and hang out with him. I think in his head that they thought that they were moving um, at a steady pace together. Like, maybe she'd keep her options open. But it's one thing to keep your options open and, like, be open to the experience. And it's another to, like... Make out with another guy where you can see they could have gone somewhere else. I like you have to be mindful of the fact like your other not boyfriends are on the beach with you, and then the way that she just treated him like nothing when he was there, you know. Um, I think I am sort of in between you guys. Mm-hmm. I the thing that's frustrating me ultimately about Hannah is that she doesn't have many convictions. She sort right. of is a bit of a doormat, and maybe it's just personally because I'm attracted to opinionated women that it really frustrates me with Hannah. I think it bums me out that she's sort of embodying the stereotypes of the really, really pretty girl, and I wish she would speak up a little more. Hope Lockwood's comment in the chat is interesting to me. It's much more extreme than the way I feel, but she said, Hannah's sitting there twirling her hair while Dylan and Blake 
uh, were talking bothered me so much. Speak up. This isn't the 1950s and stop letting them speak for you. I feel like in general she's kind of letting people speak for her and I would I want to see her have opinions. I've never seen her express an opinion about anything. Well, I think her staying with Blake is her expressing her opinion without like Saying trying it. to hurt Dylan. That's true. She's in a tough position. Yeah. I just think... But no, you're right. She is like a little bit of the doormat. I like, think not saying anything is what can be the most hurtful and I think Hannah will learn a lot about how to navigate an open relationship but yeah. it's she, tough I just think she if she had a little bit more conviction some of this might be easier because everyone's confused right I think she's just like trying to people please yes and also like I think she probably still doesn't know what she wants either oh for sure you know what I mean yeah. so I don't know she, I don't think she can like navigate these waters properly. it's just a tough situation to not know what you want because there's a lot of people's hearts at stake so I think at a certain point you've got to start asking yourself these questions I also just think that like for her it's probably a little overwhelming with Dylan who's like I'm only here for you I'm only here for you she's like I'm into him but like that's like a lot of pressure on her too it's true yeah it is and he can hold that position but he can't necessarily demand that she holds the same one right yeah. Totally. I mean, here's the other thing. Like, even though I didn't agree with what sh- how she handled the situation, and I and I said, like, I also don't agree with how Dylan, like, kind of didn't talk to her about it and stand up for himself or say, like, what, address what he wants and needs. Because here's the thing. You can't address, be like, I want this, but I'll stay no matter what. You have to be like, I want right. this, and if you can't give it to me, then I need to walk and away. He's not he's doing, doing that. And, right. And then and that's the so problem. Like, that's yeah. his fault, not yeah, hers. That's true. For sure. I'm mad at her for her thing with the beach. I'm mad at him for not walking away because clearly he's not okay with it. Just mad for a lot of reasons. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see how all this shakes out. We're going to do a quick rundown of some of these other moments. Well, we have to talk about Demi and Derek. That's interesting. And uh, I know we have mixed opinions on Derek overall, but I thought he handled Demi's coming out really, really well. I think he handled it too. And I'm like, good for Demi sharing her story. Yeah, I loved but, it. But also at the same time, I'm sorry. It is so ridiculous that Demi is there when she's in a relationship with someone else. Like, why does she get to do this? Yeah, it's uh, I, it's such such a double standard. Like, and I'm ha- I'm like happy that she's getting to share this narrative uh, uh, for the franchise because we haven't seen it before. For sure. And I actually really felt for her when because I do think that she probably like uses her jokes as this like shield for herself. So it was really nice to see her be a little bit more vulnerable. Um, but it just feels like such a produced, manufactured storyline. Yep. It's I, the only reason she's there. This sometimes happens on the franchise, where there can be a really, really beautiful element of a story being told, but also there's two sides to a coin. It was like with Kaylin. It was amazing, and we championed how she shared her story of Campus Assault, but that doesn't mean we have to love Kaylin. We can champion Demi for being open, but also recognize that she's being a bit protected by the fact that it's an LGBTQ relationship. If she were to come out and tell Derek she were dating a dude, it would be... Totally. She'd be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. So it's just interesting. I, I'm proud of her, and it's very interesting to see her tell her story. It was very moving. But we also, it might it might be unfair of us to just give her a pass because of that. Yeah, I think the producers were desperate to get her on the season of Paradise, and she was such a 1, favorite. And then they're like, oh, we could just make it like happen like this, and then it'll be fine. But what? it is. Like a million percent, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, it seems so orchestrated. I just wonder, my question is, is Derek in on it like did he know did they talk about it because this is clearly a storyline forced by producers and also like her and Derek's relationship happened so quickly and I just don't buy any of it especially since yeah I mean as we've seen in the pre just the promos like her girlfriend is probably the one coming to the beach as she's having these um emotional issues with or whatever like in the 
You know what I'm talking about when she's crying and whatever, talking about her relationship with the girl? I think it's the girlfriend, probably, that comes down to the beach, which just means this whole thing had been planned from the get-go. So it's like, was Derek a part of the planning? This is interesting if it's true. Someone noted that Demi is in an open relationship with her girlfriend, so if that's the case, it does change this situation, right? Because she... Or maybe it doesn't. I I mean, I think well, that she's in an open relationship because she's on a TV show seeking love. Yeah. I don't... Listen, my sources say that this is the only reason that Demi... This is the only way that the producers can get Demi on the show. Well, we'll see because it sounds like she's going to be showing up later in the season. Yeah. Gosh, we are almost out of time, guys. Uh, Tasha and JPJ, fun and adorable, right? Yeah. Excited to see where that goes. Um... Let's go ahead and uh, move on to some quick, quick news and gossip. Because the first thing I want to do... Christina, just give us like the 40-second rundown of what it was like to be at Ashley I and Jared's wedding. It was so much fun. Um, go look at my Instagram. I have some photos on there, at Miss Zias. Um, but, and look at the hashtag when Jared met Ashley. Honestly, everything was so beautiful. Their wedding was 1,000% their own. It was such a beautiful love story. Like, everything about it, from like the vows to the, like this movie theme, it was just so... So incredibly romantic. I was so happy for them. Any like franchise tea? Any alumni tea? Did you see anything? I was sat next to Amanda Satin and Becca Tilly, which was interesting. Fun. Um, everyone was super nice. Nothing really. I will say I was so, so, so scared that I would have to have a conversation with Evan and Carly. I just <laughs> so much crap about Evan. And I literally told my husband, I was like, Steve, I'm so scared. I was like, I feel so bad. He's like, what happened? And I was like, I've just said so many things about how I didn't like him. And my husband was like, you shouldn't be saying that. That's not nice. I was like, I was just reacting to what I saw on TV. So that was just like my personal struggle. Um, Ben Higgins was there with his girlfriend. They are super cute. Um, I don't know, nothing specific. Like, uh, Caitlin Bristow and Jason were there. They seemed really, everyone just seemed really nice, really happy, and just very, very happy for Ashley and Jared. Well, it was definitely great. about them. It wasn't like a for whole sure. bachelor yeah. like yeah. thing, you know? I just had so many flashbacks of everything you've ever said about Evan. <laughs> Christina has talked about Evan so negatively. That's what we exactly. do, yeah. I mean, it's, it's the after show. It's, yeah, we're here to talk about the, the content, the show. Yeah. If you met Caitlin, you feel the that same That happened way. at the wedding oh, that we didn't see. Probably. Um, I don't. I feel like you shared what you can share. Yeah, there's probably. I, it was a drama-free wedding. It was. A, it really was a yeah. drama-free wedding. Yeah. Well, that's great. We're really happy for Jared. I feel like Ben Higgins is going to get married soon, or get. I wouldn't be surprised <gasps> if he's serious. engaged to his girlfriend pretty soon. Um, and that's the tea. I mean, that's literally. I just made that up. That's, and that's I just the theory. Well, that's, that's good. The theory. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have 150 people tuned in right now, which is awesome, guys. And if you guys wanted to quickly like this video, it does help us a ton, and we really appreciate you tuning in. Uh, I wish we had time to cover more. I know there's some stuff with Sydney and Mike and Anyeka, but guys, that's part of the show. We cover as much as we can, as fast as we can. But we will. We'll be here next Tuesday at 8 p.m. And we're so excited to have you guys back here. That's on the AfterBuzz TV reality channel. For now, thanks so much for tuning in, guys. My name is Jeff Graham. If you want to find me online, you can do that at Jeffrey C. Graham. And tune into my daily news coverage of the Bachelor franchise. I'm learning how to read a teleprompter. <laughs> if you can watch me do it in real time if you want. So tune in. Uh, Renee. Oh, you guys can follow me at Renee Ariel on Instagram and on Twitter and catch me reporting the news on pop culture on Shared News. And I'm Christina. You guys can find me on Instagram at Miss Zias. And I do share how I know Ashley and Jared on one of my Instagram posts. You can go look at that. And also, I have a podcast with Girl Boss every Friday. It's called Hashtag Lip Stories. It's with the Girl Boss and Sephora Collection. So tune in. It's pretty awesome. Amazing. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you here next week on AfterBuzz TV's Paradise After Show. Bye, guys. 
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.